Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about the content strategy. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, and I decided to do a follow-up on the podcasting idea uh, because, or the I call it the content strategy, just in case somebody was like, "Hey, you know, that last idea was just a fluke. You heard that somewhere." <laughs> you know, I, I really didn't. Well, let me let me backtrack. Like the the way that we create new elements. Or the way that we create anything is we have like these 118 elements and we combine them to make everything that we experience. So right at the core of everything, like everything is borrowed from like basic ideas that we're all repackaging together to build new ideas. So so in a sense, yeah, I've heard something here, heard something here, heard something here. But we hear a lot going back to getting to that creative space allows you to attract only the good the out of the box stuff and then you can piece it together to create these new cr- uh, these new creations, but I'm going to do a specific idea on um, how to become the spot if you're a local restaurant or bar, which is huge, right? In, in today's marketplace, um, because um, I, I actually don't know how current bars market. To be honest with you, I don't I don't know how a new bar markets. I guess maybe like these magazine publications on, on, on new bars and new spots that like I don't read, nobody reads. Um, and and you know, I find out about them from my wife. And my wife is a very in tune with the new spots and the new uh, places to go. Everybody asks us for where to go. If you if you need some spots, go to Ask Kelly. Look up Ask Kelly on Instagram. Um, she finds places when a week when they open, but here's the deal. Like, uh, if you're not on Instagram, you don't exist, <laughs> you know, cause every other tastemaker that my wife follows and knows and sees that they're all on Instagram. So if you got a bar or a restaurant and you're not on Instagram, like you literally don't exist. Like, like, I don't know how you're going to, nobody reads magazines. Um, so you, you, you do not exist. And so, um, um, and hope is a terrible strategy, first of all. So you, if you open up and you just hope people find you again, it's a terrible strategy. And so what? What? Here's an idea for a like. If I owned a bar, this is this is one of the many ideas I would do. There's a there's a whole big group of customers that are the emerging affluent households that love whiskey. And but you can do vodka too, like it doesn't have to be whiskey. But I'm sticking on whiskey because like people who listen, who are friends of mine, love whiskey, and this would be a great idea. And they would love it, and they're going to confirm it. Um, and so I would do an interview on like I would I would interview uh, whiskey lovers. There's all kinds of Facebook groups set up for whiskey lovers. All kinds of people who share the whiskey they want. You could probably even hashtag on Instagram whiskey, and then find people who who love whiskey. But I but I would I would target, you know my area i would go ask friends and relationships ask customers like who do you know who loves whiskey and then i would begin to interview those people about whiskey 
right? Because guess what? Like, I don't know shit about whiskey. I'm learning, but in conversations at parties, I'm asking the people in the know about like, all right, how should I drink this? What should I drink, right? And ultimately, you it's like art, right? There's no right or wrong answer. But the point is like, I just want to hear everybody's way of expressing like how they like whiskey, right? It's pretty cool. I like it. I enjoy it. I want to hear something like Steve right here in the studio. Steve makes the absolute best old fashions. I, I've been in lots of bars, had lots of old fashions. I've never had one taste like Steve. It's amazing, right? Um, and so um, you go interview whiskey enthusiasts and what they like, why they like it, what's their favorite whiskeys, right? You can do live tastings uh, with them. And what are they going to do? They're going to share it with their friends, right? Everybody wants to flex. They're going to share that with their friends because it's brought to you by XYZ Bar. Those friends are going to come on, right? The the whiskey taste lovers now like love you even more because A, you showed them some love. B, you you, you with them being part of the taste test on, on you know, uh, uh, when you do the interview with them, right? They can, um, they can, uh, uh, be a part of the show and you can see something new and they're going to love that. And they're going to come back and want to have it uh, and, and want to have more drinks there, but it kind of snowballs and compounds. The other thing is uh, on that note on the show, you can also weave in like your bartenders because here's, here's what I tell my favorite bartenders at all the bars. I'm like, listen, what happened to Bobby Flay and all those people, right? That's just beginning, right? So, so think about uh, musicians, think about hip hop artists, like, like everybody who loves what they do are going to have the ability to make millions of dollars a year in every aspect of life. So bartenders who like legit love bartending and they are artists. What most people know already is that I don't go to bars where I don't like bartend the bartenders. Whether if they have terrible bartenders, I don't care what the place is because the bartender is the bar, right? Where I love the bartenders, I know their names, they know me, they make me feel welcome. Like the bartender is the profit center. And so what a smart operator would do is not try and uh, steal the brand, but they're going to think in in harmony. They're going to think like the way you made money in the old world, whether it be a real estate agency or a you know financial services firm, was you would steal the brand. You would say, hey, come work for me. I'm not going to give you any leads. I'm not going to give you any paycheck. But like, uh, and by the way, you can't put out any unique marketing for you. Uh, and we're gonna put out unique marketing for us, but like we're gonna take a portion of what you do. Uh, we're gonna take a portion of what you do, and that's how we make our money, right? That's called like stealing brand from other people. Internet, you can't do that, right? You, I mean, you can try, but it's so much easier. Like the bartenders are gonna have like big followings, and if they leave your bar and go to this bar, guess where their following is going? They're going to this bar, and so you can like hide and close your eyes and act like that's not the truth. But it is the truth in the internet age, and it's, it's like remote work, right? You can say they're going back to the office, but you're only going to get low-talented people, right? You can you can try to control the brand of the of the bartenders, but you're only going to get low talent. So what you can do, if you build the media thing and you become good at marketing, and then you tell the bartender, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna help you in the marketing. You become it becomes a win-win, right? Because they may or may not want to become the expert in marketing. Right. But but you want to help them build brands. So you so you do that. So you have the bartender on the show and you have everybody in your area fall in love with your bartenders. Right. If you want to say, but if I put all the energy into one bartender and they leave, it ruins me. Well, diversification, it's like investing. Right. You know, make all your bartender stars. Right. And have them recurring on their 
the the best drinks they make, right? Their philosophy, how they do what they do, how they how they do what they do. But but you, I call it the ESPN model because I mean, look, Stephen A. Smith makes a ton of money. Bill Simmons sold his podcast for two hundred million dollars, right? Who thought like like we knew that the players were making money, but who thought the folks that were talking about it who can't even play were going to make all this money, right? Because ESPN was smart. They were like, okay, the content is owned by the NBA, but what we can do is we can make our commentators the stars, right? We can make people fall in love with Skip and Shannon, right? I enjoy watching Skip and Shannon a lot of times more than I enjoy watching the show. Um, and so that's what you end up doing at a local level is you make you make your bartenders the, the, the star. Um, and so here's the philosophy, right? The philosophy behind all of this is become a giver, not a taker, right? You... You you give 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 to your to your community. You give 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 to the people who um, who are your employees and are and, and your and your partners. And by by doing that, uh, if you become the your, your scarcity becomes you being an unnatural giver. Because who's going to walk away from an unnatural giver? Like nobody. Because if you can if if you become the best giver out there, you're never going to have a problem making money because. Because most people live life backwards and they take, they take, they take, they take, they take, they take, they take. And so you're going to attract all the cream of the crop talent and customers because everybody else is taking and you're giving. And that is the formula. I hope this helps you. Um, By the way, I left out a bunch of different ideas on that one because I didn't even talk about how like you can get the actual liquor distributors to pay for your content uh, by being uh, uh, the liquor for the taste testing. But again, the point is like, take the conditions and limits off how you make money and you free your mind to all these unlimited ideas on how to make money and how to become the best. So I hope this helps you. Enjoy your week. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.